This is a podcast where we Hello, everyone, and welcome to Make Believe Heroes, an actual play 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons adventure. I, of course, am your Dungeon Master. He's Paul! I'm Paul. And I'm joined today by four friends of mine to play some Dungeons & Dragons. And I'm joined by some friends of mine to play Dungeons & Dragons. I'm Jeffrey, and I play Kjork. Hey, I'm Felicia, and I play Mogert Stonefire. Mogert. Hi, I'm Ezra, and I play Claren Dree. Hi, my name is Zach, and I play Chris. He plays Chris. And we're going to play some Dungeons & Dragons today. But before we do that, of course, let's just uh, take a moment here and let you all know we love you. We really appreciate you taking the time to listen to our show, and we just want you to know that. And you know what else we really appreciate? We really appreciate you, you guys going out of your way to help us out, uh, like a number of fans have done by going to iTunes, Good Pods, etc., and leaving us a five-star review. Thanks for going out of your way to get into our way. We actually read those <laughs> five-star reviews live on the show, and we have one today we're going to read from Ryakel. I'm assuming. <laughs> That's I'm, I'm, not it's how you L. Ryakel. We're the best with names, if you couldn't tell. I'm guessing. It's from Australia, and it's entitled, Love This Podcast So, So Much. Why, why is it not pronounced Ryasel? Because C-A doesn't make the S sound. C-A it can. makes the K sound. It can do it. Can it? Yeah. Why, why can't it be Where? Rickle? If they want it to. Oh, if they want to. And the review says... I absolutely cannot love this podcast anymore. Yes, Why? You could. Oh, because okay. it stinks. I'm That's confused. exactly right. Because they don't like it now, anymore. When I first read this, I thought, wait a second. Are they saying they couldn't possibly love it any more than they love it right now? Right. Or that they just can't love it anymore? Their lo- the love is gone. <laughs> the love is gone. The key. They, they could not love it anymore because it's so bad. Yes. Mm. And the key is the space between the word any and more. I'm pretty sure. If there was, if that was one word, it would be like anymore. I think that they could love it more if Lorik was not in the show. It's a five star review, so with all the context plus the title, love this podcast so so much. I'm going to assume what they mean is this: I love this podcast so much, it's impossible to love it more than I love it. And you know what, Ryakel, thank you so much for the review. And if you want to help us out, you can go and leave us a five star review as well. Uh, so another way you can help us. And uh, we just want to say thank you to those of you out there who've already done that by going to patreon.com slash make believe heroes and becoming a patron. Even at the $1 tier, you can join our discord, hang out with us, talk with us, see all the cool memes. Yes. Uh, all that good stuff. So we do other fun activities on there from time to time. You should go check it out. Uh, and of course, there's all kinds of rewards like early release episodes, special Lord of the Rings campaign we're putting out for spaghetti dinners. We appreciate you working so we don't have to. Uh, there you go. <laughs> I'm doing a new DMs corner uh, where I do like a 30 minute video with DM advice every month. You can go to patreon.com, check it out. And if you do, we'll give you a shout out just like Sam. 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 
Not to be confused with Sam Sharples. This is a different Sam. Sam. Nonetheless, Sam. Sam Wise Gamgee. We love all of our patrons equally, and we are so thankful that you took the time and the money to support us. You, uh, you rock. I think that's what we're trying to say is that you, you are rock. amazing. And we love you. Sam, thank you so much for your support. And now for the part of the show that you're all here for, the playing of the Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> the end. The recap. We're no. so excited. <laughs> I know it sounds crazy, but we're so excited to play. I'm going to roll jump, Lou 20, and Felicia's dice tray. Okay. Oh. Oh. That might be a good... I'm going to take that as a good thing. What we got? Time travel. The DM, he rolled a three. Trace, I rolled a three. <laughs> so I don't, I'm going to take that as it's good for us. And now let's talk about what happened last time on Make Believe Heroes. <laughs> Last time. Last time, Claren had an unexpected visit from his father, the Falcon. He arrived in secret to the Waxing Way Inn, hoping to convince his son to finally see reason and abandon his plans concerning the gauntlet. But Claren's fortitude was more than he had bargained for, and after a troublesome skirmish, they parted ways. Mm. As the night ended, Mogert was visited by her ancestral hero, who gave her some much-needed counsel concerning her role and powers as the ancestral guardian. The next morning, they each set out with goals of their own for the day, beginning with Kjorg and his new shield. And we begin today as Emilia and Mogert make their way toward Dimmerhold's exit, and Chris travels north toward the fortress Frostbeard. Now, Mogert, um, promise me that you'll be careful while I'm gone, all right? Oh, I, you know me, mother. I do. I am so careful. And uh, make sure you feed Smokey once you get home because... Oh, we will. Uh, don't worry. I know, I'll take care of Smokey. There's I nothing know, to be I concerned just, about. I just... They fed you fine, Smokey. Oh, don't let her hear that or she'll never let you stay back there again. Be a good Smokey. Now pat him on the back. All right, I, I, I've got to go. If if I get any chance of making it back in time for your your second trial, then I've got to leave right away and try to get your father and any of the others to come as we can. Um, so do you think it'll happen tomorrow or the next day? Uh, I'm not sure, but um, just go now, and I think you'll be fine. Well, the soonest we can get here is tomorrow evening. Um, All right. It's gonna take me, and and that's gonna be really. That's me traveling through the night. Um, I'll do the best I can, all right? I'm sending a message ahead to your father. Um, I brought some some scrolls of sending from um, from a friend, uh, just in case. So anyhow, I've already sent a message. He's getting ready, and hopefully we'll be able to leave. I'll be back as soon as I can, okay? So just just don't don't get hurt too bad or anything too serious while I'm gone, all right? All right, and she runs up and hugs her really tight. Mm-hmm. And, I don't know, she just holds the hug for a minute. Yeah. Because, like, it's, I know she just found her, or she just saw her again, and they hugged and all that, but, like, this is, Yeah, saying goodbye know. again. It's just tough. She squeezes you real tight. Oh, dear. I'm, I love you, Mogert. You know that, right? I do. Just do your best. And win, all right? Show them what you can do. I will, because I'm Mogert Stonefire. Now scream in her ear. Yep, you sure are. Sorry, it is a habit. And from across the city, you hear, Aww. 
That's it's okay. Um, I, I really do have to be going. Um, All right. I love you. I love and you too, Smokey, dear. I love you too. <laughs> Don't cry. You're going to make me cry. <laughs> oh, Smokey will be fine. Just go. Go. And she kind of shoes Smokey forward a little bit. And she steps out of the main gate of Dimmerhold um, into the bright, snowy morning. So, Mogert, now that your mom is gone, are you heading back to the Waxing Way Inn? Um, so they cured Gwent. Where's everybody going? I forget. I could just cut away from you if you want. Like, everybody's kind of in their own place. And so if you want to think about it, I'll just cut. I'll do that. I'll cut away and we'll come back. Go shopping with me, Mogert. I can go fi- I can go sharp shopping. Shopping. <laughs> shopping. That's fine. We'll, we'll cut back to you here in a little bit. I can go LARPing. Kjorg. Uh, Kjorg, are you, are you and, um, are you and Juniper, what was your plan after you dropped off the shield? Killing people. Who are you killing? Everyone. Who? The evildoers. Okay, here we go. Ready? I got something for you. Sure. Kjorg! You and Juniper are still there near Chateau Shattershield after speaking with Cliff about the shield and getting that uh, taken care of and repaired. And she turns to you and she says, uh, you know, Kjork, actually, I should probably report um, to the Chateau. Um, I, I should probably report to... Um, Thank goodness. Yeah? Okay. Juniper cries. Anyhow, well, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> uh, um, I was going to say... I'm actually. Um, I need to report to uh, to the, the chateau. I need to uh, see about. Well, I need to find out what I need to know about tomorrow. You know, since I have to officiate and everything. But um, actually, I was. If if you have time, um, King Duron told me to have you come by and see him sometime today. Oh no! You want to do that now? Sure. What does he want? I genuinely don't know. Um, said something about he had some questions about. You know y'all's journey. I think maybe he wanted some clarification on something. I don't. I don't really. I really don't know. He didn't tell me. He just said that um, if you could, if I could tell you to come by and see him sometime today, you know, since it's your rest day or whatever. Um, I, I have to go report um, to the staff, the the you know the gauntlet staff. But if you can go, that would be that'd be good. You want to do that now? I guess so. Well, if you want to just follow me, I'll take you and 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 let everyone know what you're doing on your way up. Sound good? Yeah. Okay, so y'all head inside um, around. It's, it's a beautiful day. The light is shining through the crystal ceiling high above the lunar circlet. And you make your way into the chateau. And she comes up to a desk there. There is an attendee there at the desk. And she kind of leans over, says a few things to her. Um, and then she steps back over to you. Um, just go up the stairs right there. Do you remember where the dining hall was where you all went? Where they keep the nasty recipes? Again with that. Yeah. No, it's, you remember. We went. You've been there. Just go up the steps and um, someone will be there to show, you where to, to show you where the king is, where his office is. He wants to, he wants to talk to you. Okay? Okay. I'll, I'll find him. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Well, uh, I'll see you later at the end. Okay. Uh, she turns and walks down the other hall on the opposite side. Do you turn and go up the steps? No. <laughs> oh, okay, I didn't figure. What do you do? Or do you want me to explore the castle? Castle? The castle? Uh, you do what you want. Where's all that treasure at? <laughs> what well, do you, you do? Well, you got a good sniffer. <laughs> That's exactly what I was going to do. You're going to do what? Start sniffing out the treasure. He's going to sniff, sniff out for some gold. gold. 
Oh uh, my goodness gracious! Buy me something nice. Mama want a new pair. Make of us shoes. that money, Kjorg. Let's go. Um, <laughs> the stick your face champion. on the ground and start walking. Okay, so for you to be able to do something like that, I'm gonna need you to have somewhere to begin from. So, like, you have anything gold on you? Get some gold. Sniff it. Well, yeah, I've got gold nice. on me. All right, so you're gonna pull out a piece of gold and start sniffing it. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and pull out a, a piece of gold and okay. take a big old whiff. <laughs> Smells like a butt. <laughs> Straight up butt. Uh, make me a perception check. Oh and let me God. see. Let me see your skills here. Your perception probably needs to go up. Um, we're gonna. I'm gonna give you training and perception. Okay. Hey. So what that means is oh. you will add your proficiency bonus, which should be a. Plus I got a good sniffer. I accidentally clicked on that. Is it a plus four? Yeah. Okay. So that means a plus four perception. So let me know what you got. I got a nine. Okay. Amazing. You get nothing. You smell gold, uh, but then you kind of like sniff the air and you get like a little hint maybe of a slight gold smell coming from the woman, um, the dwarven lady behind the desk. Like she probably has something gold back there or on her, but just a smallest hint. And you have no direction about where else you might go. And also she looks up at you and you're sniffing loudly at a piece of gold. (laughs) And she looks at you and says... Uh, uh, um, sir, um, can I, are you all, are you, did, uh, did Juniper not tell you where to go? Oh, uh, sorry, I have an iron deficiency. Oh my gosh. Well, you do know there's no iron in gold, right? (laughs) (laughs) Oh gosh. Oh, good. Oh, sorry. Also, is sniffing it. I was unaware. Was is sniffing it gonna like? <laughs> you know what? Why don't you just follow me? I'll I'll take you right to the king. Cured. This lady does not know what she's talking about. Punch her in the face. I'll take you. Punch right, her. Uh, if you'd like, I'll, I can take you right to the king's office. All right. Would you like to follow me? Uh, is there a restroom in here? Yep, there, there sure is. Uh, the king has one in his office. I'm sure he'll be glad to let you use. Oh, she's not letting Darn you go. It. <laughs> okay. Um, my name is Bertha. If you'd like to follow me, I'll take you right to the king's office. Uh, your name is Kjork, right? Yeah, how did you know? Well, Juniper told me, and also I saw you at the gauntlet last night. It was very impressive. Sure. As she's walking uh, around, she opens the door and she steps in, going upstairs. So they, they call you the people's champion. Yep, that's what I am. Oh, that, that's an interesting title. How did you win that title? By being a champion of the people. Oh, okay. Well, I, I just mean like... Okay, where did you get that title? Like in a certain place? Are you a, mm. like a folk hero in a certain area? or, or like? Yes. Uh, oh, uh, where are you from? Um, I'm from the Drylands. Oh, and I suppose you got that title there then? Um, maybe a little bit. Oh, okay, well. And everywhere else. Oh, oh, I see. I've ever been. World traveler. Yes, like um, Brightport. Oh, Brightport, all the way down to the south. And, um, the Circle City. Circle City. I'm not familiar with Circle City. Is that the name? Hmm. Brenshire. Called, um. Brenshire. Brenshire. Oh, Brenshire. <laughs> yes. Oh. Well, you have been around the world a bit, haven't you? A little bit. Well, this has been lightning, but here we are. And she, fo- uh, like, turns to show, like, a very, like, pretty large, uh, nice, uh, like, actual, like, black iron door um, with the sigil 
of the house frost beard. I deeply on it. inhale on the door. Oh. <laughs> oh, right. Uh, well, Iron I'm deficiency. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still not sure that the smelling of it will help you, but. Um... <clears throat> I lick the door. <laughs> Uh, she steps up and she quickly knocks on the door. There's like a little knocker. Uh, sir, sir. Yes, come in. Uh, you could you could go inside. Uh, uh, I'm gonna. Um, and she just turns around and walks quickly back down the hallway. What floor were we on when I got there? My ground level. Did we go up some stairs? Whenever we talked to that lady, you went up some stairs. Yes, you went up. You went up some stairs. The lady led you up some stairs. Oh, before that, did you go upstairs to get to the lady? No, you're on the you were on the ground level. No, you're on the ground level with the lady. Do I know there's a basement or not? You don't know. You assume there probably is. Okay, I go in. Uh, the door opens as you like reach for it, and there is standing Duran Shattershield. Oh, Kjork. Ah, I suppose Juniper told you I wanted to speak with you. She did. Excellent, excellent. Well, if you'd like to come in, um, it won't take long. Just wanted to kind of pick your brain for a moment. Any motions for you to come inside? Um... That sounds painful. Oh, uh, figure of speech. I just want to talk with you. Okay. You go inside, and it is a beautiful room. Um, it is dark. Uh, not not like there's plenty of light, but the walls are like dark colored, like a dark slate color. Um, and then there is a white, like pearly white marble top desk on the other side, a seat behind it. And there are a number of scrolls spread over the top of it. Come in, come in. He motions to a, a nice, like, comfy armchair sitting in front of it. Make yourself comfortable. Okay. Uh, I prop my feet up on the desk. Uh, uh, right. Um, have you eaten? Have you had any breakfast? I could have something brought in if you'd like. Oh, I ate. Oh, good, good, good. Well, um, so, like I said, I won't keep you long. Uh, I know you've probably got plenty to do, and so do I. Uh, but, so, when you all were leaving, I meant to mention this to you the other day, and I forgot, and, um, well, a couple things happened since then. First of all, when you all were leaving that first day to go look for Kilmont, did you perchance get in contact or have some interaction with a gnome by the name of, um, um, Philibrick? Yes, we did. Oh, you did? Bop it. Boppin. Twist it. B bop it? Uh, bop in. A filibrick. Oh, yeah. That guy. So, um, we res I received word yesterday um, from, I just got a message uh, from one of our, someone in the government who takes care of the guilds, you know, one of the guild heads, like the, the overseers of the guild, um, the guilds, excuse me. For the mining guild, there was a word that there was a, 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 a gnome uh, by the name of Boppin, who had a message about someone trying to force him to bring in some contraband or something like that, and that, quote, Kjorg told me to go to the king. Yes. Well, I just got the message yesterday, and you have to understand, we get stuff like that all the time, so I wanted to ask you if it was real. If it is, well, I suppose I should maybe meet with this boppin. Do you know anything about what he's talking about? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, could you Could you tell me? A little yes. more about it. Oh, good, good. What do I know about this, Paul? Uh, oh, roll me a history check. Oh, no. 
<laughs> oh, crap. <laughs> Dummy. I mean, I remember the Falcon was there. Yeah, yeah, stuff. yeah. But, you know, you if you don't remember very well, we'll see how Kjork remembers. It remembers nothing. It, it, it was a. It was. It's a natural one. It's showing that you rolled, but it's not telling me what you what it was. It's still not telling. Well, me. Oh. it's a natural one minus, minus one. one. Oh my gosh! It's a zero. zero. George has a blank face and is drooling out of <laughs> foam. Starts coming out of uh, mouth. Uh, I want to like make you remember totally wrong. <gasps> telling a story. You just don't you you do not remember anything about what he told you, um, but you do remember you remember that the Falcon kidnapped him. That's it. You don't remember anything about why he kidnapped him, what he tried to get him to do, or anything like that. The Falcon kidnapped him. Well, the Falcon. I've heard that name. That's uh, Clarence's dad, right? You all told me about. Yes. Ah, uh, bad guy, right? He's uh, mixed in with the uh, the Unchained. Oh yeah, that's right. He kidnapped Bopin. Mm-hmm. Uh, why? Um, I don't remember. A lot has happened since then. Okay, right. Okay. Well, I'll send word and get with Bopin. It's all right. No worries. Don't worry about it. Um, I thank you for clarifying anyway. Uh, that uh, that you um that he is uh, not just trying to like you know assassinate me or anything like that. You know. Yeah. And not that he get close enough to do it. You know. Not you have a chance. I'd uh, you know. Yeah, maybe if I told him to get in touch with you, it may have been pretty important. Well, I would think so. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll send word and see. I'll see if we can get him in here today and find out what that's all about. Um, one more thing, I did. I did reach out. I told you I would, and I did reach out to um, to High Cleric Glaron from Branchire. What did he say? Well, um, he said that he would send word to Branchire, and he would ask him about. Um, well, he would send word to the Temple of Pelor, and uh, he did tell me that you're right, that um, Pelor is there. That's... You didn't believe me? No, I did believe you. It's just still just like... You just wanted a second word? No, no, I didn't. No, I, I was... Anyhow, you, you told me to, con- to talk to him and see if maybe we could send word. We, we're going to send word that, um, you know, every everything that you told me that went on, uh, we're relaying that information and um, hopefully Paylor will be able to help. He did tell me that he's very busy, you know, um, with other things there. But is there vet- you think the vetter's going to show up? Mm. So I'd lose my mind if that happened. I don't know. I don't know that guy. Well, anyway, I'll reach out to Bopin and uh, thank you for the info. And um, I guess you can go. That's, that's really all I needed. Thanks for swinging by. Yeah, sure. Uh, he just kind of like um, turns to the, the scrolls on his desk and you're dismissed, you know. I go. Uh, have a good one. After I steal a scroll. You try to steal a scroll for real. What do they look like? Scrolls, paper scrolls, just kind of all over the place. You ever seen Kung Fu Panda? Can I read? We've been over this. I've read something before. I think you've, you're read. Yeah, you you've can read. read. Yeah. So you're going to try and steal a scroll? Nah. Okay. So you get up and leave? Are you leaving the building? Nope. Jorg has left the building. Okay, Never so mind. you step outside, and as you do, we're going to cut away. <laughs> Chris, uh, you yeah. you making your way north toward Fortress Frost, Fortress Frostbeard? West. Yes? Making my way west. Yeah, going north. 
Okay, you're going north to the northern part of the city looking for the Fortress Frostbeard. Um, and Juniper told you exactly how to get there. You've been on your way for a while. You finally come up on it, and fortress is a good word for it because it is a fortress. Like It looks like a giant castle uh, on the north side of this of the lunar circlet. I mean, it's, it's huge. It is bigger than the Chateau Shattershield, probably by another 40% at least, I mean, maybe twice as big. And you finally come up on it, and there's like a big like gate, like iron gates. Uh, they are open. They're not closed. Like it, honestly, what it looks like is it looks like the sort of place that could be easily fortified and easily defended, but it is also easy to get in there. the The gates are open. You see, you see people coming in and out of there in groups. There's a lot of people traveling through. Um, and as you approach, you step in through the main gate, and it's 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 strange. There is, it's like a, you know, like a field, not a field, but like a courtyard, okay, all around it and split up into sections all around this major interior fortress of which there are three primary towers. The tallest one is on the right side, and then the shortest one is in the middle, and then the middle height is on the left side. And they're, you know, think like a rook in chess, right? Yes. Like like a castle. Like, that's yes. what it looks like. That's what they all three look like. And then there are branching uh, walls castle walls between them that go between them and there are people walking around everywhere it's it's really a an enormous and imposing place uh may and all the stone is like a dark silvery black you step inside and there is someone that approaches and it's actually an elven figure an elven figure comes walking forward a tall thin dark haired woman her hair is about waist length it is pulled back behind her ears with these little clips but it's still like hanging free and she has a little booklet in her hands as she comes forward and she says oh hello um welcome to the fortress frostbeard my name is thea i I received word from a friend of mine that you were coming to uh possibly speak with some of the wizards in the libraries is that correct Yes. You're a wizard, Harry. I assume so. I was I was told to look for a gnome with a walking stick and a uh, sock. Sock. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's me. I wouldn't exactly that's... call it a sock. It's more like a, I don't know. It's it's a, a bag of sorts, I suppose. I, I lift up my pant leg and I'm wearing the identical sock on my left foot. Ah. Uh... So it is a sock. It is a sock, yes. Interesting. Yes. Well, um, your name is Chris? Yes. Welcome, Chris. Thank you. Um, if you would like to follow me, I can take you to the libraries. Uh, the Fortress Frostbit can be quite a bit of, it can be quite imposing and, and difficult to navigate if you're not familiar with, with the layout. So anyhow, uh, Juniper sent me a, ascending uh, this morning. Would you like to follow me? I am already confused, so yes, please. Oh, good, good. Well, uh, come, come along. And she walks with you. There are, like I said, a lot of people kind of coming to and fro. Not like super busy or anything, but plenty of people about. And you walk along the courtyard, and the grass is silver. It is literally silver grass. That's illegal. I I like it. Can I have the grass? <laughs> you ask, you can ask about the grass. So, uh, is there a reason that the grass is silver? Is it fake or... Oh. Um, no. Well, no, it is, um, it's very real. And it is a sort of grass. It is 
we we call it moonlight grass because it only grows in the moonlight. And while it is bright like the sun in here right now, the sort of energy that comes through the glass ceiling, or well, not glass, but see-through like glass ceiling above is technically more moonlight than anything. And, well, as you have seen, the brightness of the moon shining through as well, perhaps you haven't yet seen a full moon, can be quite uh, glorious. That is interesting. It is, it is. I deal with stones. Maybe one day I will broaden my horizon to grass. Yes, there's a lot of interesting things to learn, especially when you when you descend into the lower depths of Dimmerhold, you'll find like plenty of mushroom life, some of which is um, bioluminescent. It's quite interesting for a botanist or a, a wizard who would like to take the time to study the, the phenomenon of the flora beneath the surface. I may just do that one day. As you guys are talking, you get to a, a large um, door on the sort of like western side of the tallest tower. And she comes over and she opens the door and she says, this will take us to the libraries. You go inside and you are immediately in the library. I mean, and it's just stacks and stacks and stacks of books. And there are rows and rows and rows of, of shelves covered in scrolls. There are steps going up on either side. And while it is beautiful, there's also just a lot of stuff. Like a whole lot of stuff. Hmm. So tell me, Chris, what exactly are you going to be looking for in here? Because I can direct you with someone who can be particularly suited to your own personal needs. Uh, so in my, in my first round of the gauntlet, mm-hmm. um, I don't know what caused me to do this, but I... I just played keep away the whole time. Uh, so I'm I'm hoping to find some maybe invisibility spells um, or just other, like, not attack-based spells. Hey, what was my character from that the student athlete? Mm. Healy's. Healy's. Is he dead or alive? He's alive. Oh, he's alive. Oh, so you're looking for more, like, utility spells. Then. Yes. I, I think I can direct you to the right person. And she, like, turns and goes up the staircase on the left. You follow her. You go upstairs. And as you do, you keep walking, and she walks around. It's kind of like in a big circle, but it's a a decent walk. And she finally, you pass a number of these desks, and you'll see different people sitting at desks and different things. And they'll look up at you as you walk by. They'll just look back down. Finally, you come to a desk, and it is cluttered with scrolls and books. And there is a figure writing. He is bald, completely bald on top, no facial hair. Uh, He is a gnome. He looks to be somewhat older, gentleman, as you all walk forward. And she says, ah, Derek. The old gnome looks up and he says, ah, yes, um, uh, hello, oh, hello, Thea. Um, What can I do for you? And he, like, blinks kind of a lot in a short time. Um, this is Chris. He is looking for some utility spells he would like to add to his spell book. Would you be able to help him? And Derek, like, quickly hops up, like, very spryly. Almost knocks his chair down. He stands up so quickly. Absolutely. I'd love to help you find some spells. Um, thank you, Thea. I will take it from here. Thea gives you a little, gives him a little nod. She turns to you and she says, well, Chris, this is where we will part. Thank you for your help. You're very welcome. See you, Thea. Um, good luck. And she turns and heads back the way you came. Uh, you turn toward Derek and he is three inches from your face. I move in an inch. 
Oh, no. We are now two inches from each other's face. Oh, no. Hello, Derek. Hello, Chris. Uh, Hi, Derek. My name is Derek. I work in the library. Teach me your ways. Absolutely. What exactly kind of utility spells are you looking for? Um, so I, I've i figured out how to teleport planes. Oh, Um, that's handy. I'm, I'm wanting something that could maybe keep me on this plane while still, you know, like invisibility of sort. Mm. Um, I've also seen wizards that can fly. Okay. I am interested in that as well. Okay. So, what is your specialty? Abjuration. Ah, okay. Yeah. Well, the sort of spells you're looking for, uh, like invisibility spells, if you're looking for invisibility spells, you're talking about illusion magic. And I'm sure that you can handle that, but it's going to take some work. Uh, as far as like a flying spell, well, there is a spell that would allow some flight, um, but, but that's a transmutation spell. Again, you can definitely do that. It's just going to take some time. And the components that it will take for you to learn are probably going to be pretty pricey. Is, is that going to be something you can handle? I would think so. I guess we will figure out. Okay, well... Um, hey, Derek, I collected those unreturned books and the late fees. Oh, my goodness. Are you being real? Are you wanting... You're wanting Hillies to show up in this library right now? <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. Are you serious? How's it? Well, I mean, he's a student from Vent Haven, so... Would he be coming in here to watch the gauntlet? He could be he's coming graduated. here to see the gauntlet. Yeah, he's graduated. He wow. had an internship, and now he works here. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, no. When people don't return the books, he goes and collects... That could actually. And gets the oh no! Feet. He goes and collects. Oh my gosh! <laughs> He's a book collector. Okay. Oh, uh, 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 one second, uh, Chris. Um, um, what was that again? I'm sorry. What? What did you say, Hillies? Here's the late fees for those books, and actually the books also that they didn't return. Well, do these books belong into this department? That's for you to figure out. Hillies. <laughs> Hillies, I've told you this. It is not my job to figure out where the books go that you bring back in. You take them to the front desk. They'll take care of that. Well, maybe that guy needs them. Uh, okay, let me see what you got. He steps over. He starts looking through all the books that that you've brought up, Hillies. It takes him a minute. Just, uh, just give me a, a couple minutes here. Gosh. And he, he like takes the books. He starts looking through them. So you're like just standing there. You ever ran any magic track, mister? N- no. Um... But I assume by looking at you, you have run plenty of track. Yeah, back in my college days, I used to run the 100 meter in two seconds flat. His college days, like a year ago. You said the 100 meter? Yes. That's that's pretty neat. Use the haste spells. That's what I'm talking about. Not to brag, but uh, I can I can jump 30 feet forward uh, in the blink of an eye. Oh, is that all? <laughs> Um, I misty step behind him and like dead leg him. Uh, do you really? I don't you even break yeah. your head. I don't even have a character <laughs> sheet for this guy. You anymore. break your head. I misty step behind his dead leg. Oh my god! Oh, is that all? Uh, I misty step behind his misty step. <laughs> we're now we are now just jumping all over the library. You are like night crawling your way around this room, and Derek is just like annoyed, annoyedly looking through all these books. <laughs> Okay, okay, none of these are going to be... Uh, guys, 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 no no, uh, no, Missy stepping in the library. I'm sorry he started it. No, it's, that's uh, Hillies, thank you. Um, none of these belong here, so if you could just take them to the front desk, 
they'll collect the fees and they will give you a new list to get started with. All right, cool. Have fun, bookworm. Thank you, Healy's. I leave. Sorry about that, Chris. That guy seems interesting. Student ass. He's kind of stuck in the, you know, he, he, he just graduated college like a year ago. And he, he, <laughs> you'd think he was like a 45-year-old, you know, reliving the glory days. Anyway, I, I've been trying to get him to cut that mullet. <laughs> I kind of like it. It suits him. Anyway, look, we've I, I, I have a lot to do today, so let's go ahead and let's get your spells, okay? What what I need to know is this: what's most important to you? Because I mean, I can lend you the materials for what you need to learn these spells, but um, you're participating in the gauntlet, right? Yes. You're not going to have time to learn all these spells today. I understand. Um, so I need to know what what do you want to prioritize? Do you want me to give you the stuff for all these spells? You say abjuration is your your specialty. What about something? Um, well, I don't know what you're what you're accustomed to, but like um, like a counterspell or something like that. Is counterspell abjuration? It show is. Hmm. Okay. Uh, actually, a, a counterspell would be nice. Um, could I get the things for counterspell and the flight spell? Oh no. Yeah. No. Uh. Yeah. We can get you that. And and look, since you're not a since you're not a citizen of Dimmerhold, we'll have to have just like some sort of small fee as collateral. Okay. Seven hundred gold. Okay. Um. How much are we talking? For, for two spells, probably going to need to be something like ten gold. But you'll get it back once you return them. Oh. Okay. So just ten gold, and I get to borrow the materials. To. Well, you get to borrow the books, the the scrolls. As far as like the component materials and stuff go. Ah, okay. I understand. Those will be consumed when you're practicing the spell. You'll have to buy those yourself. I got you. Uh, I hand him ten gold. Okay. He takes you over and you he um, goes to a long row of books and scrolls. He gets on one of those ladders that slides down. He climbs up and he he filters some things. He pulls one off, and he hops down, tucks it under his arm. You go a few more, a uh, few more rows down, uh, and there's like color coding, but you can't follow it. And he's not explaining any of it. Finally, he goes. He finds the other. One. Ah, here's what we need. He comes down. He says, "Okay, I've got a scroll here uh, with very detailed explanation for uh, fly, the fly spell. Basically, it'll give you the ability to, or, or whatever you touch, the ability to fly." 60 feet for the duration, which should last you somewhere around 10 minutes. With, Of course, this is a concentration spell. Um, but I'm sure someone of your caliber can learn it. And here is the counter spell, and he pulls it out and he hands it to you. That one should be a little easier for you. Just just look them over. Everything you need to know is in there. Just take the time, figure it out, and you should be good to go. Derek, you have been a real gem, and I hand him five gold. Oh, wow. Uh, and take the books and head out. Well, thank you. I will uh, put this to good use. And by good use, I mean I will put it toward my savings account to destroy all my enemies. Amazing. Very good, parents. Okay, so as Chris has everything that he needs now, or what's your plan? Are you gonna you gonna head back toward the direction of the waxing way in, or what's your goal? Um, so fly. All I need is a wing uh, feather from any bird. It doesn't show me what I need for counterspell. Yeah, uh, and I will explain to you how this works. So technically, you don't use a spell book. You use your stones. So you're going to be right. imbuing your stones with the spell. But in order to do that, you have to learn to do it the traditional way first. And essentially, the D&D &D rule is copying that spell into your spell book, or in your case, 
transmuting it into a stone or however you want, whatever you want to say, how you want to describe that. It involves you reproducing the basic form of the spell, then deciphering the unique system of notation used by the wizard who wrote it. So you're learning according to the scrolls that you have. For each level of spell, the process takes two hours and costs 50 gold pieces. So with Fly, it's a level three spell. So it's going to take you six hours and cost you 150 gold to learn that spell. Okay. For counterspell, however, because you are a savant in that, I believe is, is technically the, the phrasing they use in the wizards. Uh, you're, you're an expert at that. You do it in half the time and half the cost. So it costs you 75 gold, and it would only take you three hours. Cool. So you could do it all in nine hours with 125 gold, or 225 gold, 225. sorry. 225. Yep. Noise. Okay. So what is Claren doing what is he doing is he just gonna rest because he can mm. or is there something claren is needing to do or wanting to do i want to find my dad and avenge my mother i've already found him a bunch of times punch him again so i went back in right we all after that thing, you went to bed like y'all right. slept through the night okay so i'll probably get up and mosey my way outside and do what Go find some food. Well, there's food in the inn. Okay. So, so you can eat food there. I get food there. Okay. So you eat in the inn. Uh, do you sleep in or you get up early? Nah, I get up normal time, so probably, you know, okay. early enough. So yeah. there's breakfast down there. Yeah, cool. Get some breakfast. Well, hello, Claren. How are you today? <sighs> Pretty good. Get some rest? Yeah. I don't get much sleep these days. No? Mm-mm. Why is that? A lot on my mind. Mm, the gauntlet. No. Oh, no? I don't want to get into it. Trust me. Okay. That's fine. Nothing um, against you. Yeah, you no, just no, don't. I wasn't pressing. Don't worry. Uh, well, um, just so you know, mm -hmm. um, I heard a little birdie this morning. Hmm? If you'd like. Uh, say that uh, the gauntlet's actually going to get pushed out one more day. Hmm. Do you know why? I don't know why, but hmm. I heard that the actual uh, second round of the gauntlet is, is actually not going to start tomorrow, but the day after. Ooh. This is Garla Goodrock, by the way. Cool. Maybe I'll get some rest from getting beat to death. <laughs> right. Well, from what I hear, they just needed some more time for making preparations or what have you. Mm. So, anyway. I might go see if I can figure out why. You know, just to pass the time away. Um, Sure. Can I get you anything else? No, but the food was good. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. And she uh, goes back over and I'll starts. I'll toss her a coin, too. Oh, good. Oh, th well, thank you. You're very kind. You're welcome. I go outside. You go outside? Yep. I'll put my hood on first. Okay. Why? I just want to. Okay. Okay. Where are you going? I'm going to go try to find one of my friends, I guess. Okay. So, Mogert. Hello. You, you were heading back to the inn, right? Yes. <laughs> okay, so we'll say by the time you get your you get yourself outside and start wandering around, you actually do see Mogert coming across the way and approaching the uh, the inn. Ah, just the girl I was looking for. It's me. <laughs> just I What's up, Claren? We've been doing. I just told my mother goodbye, and oh. she went home to get my dad and my family. They're gonna come back and watch me in the gauntlet. What are you doing? I just ate some food, and it's pretty good. So are you going to go shop like uh, Chris? I think he went and found some spells and 
Kjörg. I'm not sure where Kjörgi went. Uh, what are you going to do? Oh, yeah, I might go look for some more armor or something. Armor? Cause something. Because I can't keep getting smacked around like I did the other day. That hurt. You saw it, right? Oh, oh yeah. 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 That, like, who in the world would put me in a place with nowhere to hide? Like, what's I know. up with that? It's so unfair. Uh, open, I can't open. It. Yeah, that wasn't fair. No. It's but, crazy. you know. I mean, you can tag along if you want to. Oh, sure. Let's go. I mean, I'm sure you don't need nothing, Miss Little Light Up Arms and Fancy Hammer, but, you know. <laughs> I'm going to punch him in the arm. Oh, Claire, and you get the jokes. Ow. <sighs> All right, let's go. Is there any. Show me the nearest blacksmith. Do you know where, do you know where the blacksmith is at? Because I, I, I don't know. Let's go find it. I don't know anyone here. Oh. Let's go find Kjorg. You I know guess where he's I can. At? No. Oh. But I could probably do what uh, Smokey and Kjorg do. <laughs> and she bends down and like gets to the ground and starts sniffing. People uh, walk around you guys looking strangely at you while you're on the ground sniffing the ground it's okay Don't, no no give me a second she does this it's fine it's all fine you don't smell anything sneeze <laughs> that really Suck hurts some like coal soot up in your nose so where is the no closest blacksmith did we have one that was a bad yes. idea neither of you have any idea where a blacksmith sweet is. so can i find out please uh, yeah. You could, uh, either wander around aimlessly hoping to find something, or you could ask someone who might know. Okay. No, I'm a, uh, do and I suddenly see somebody... Chris approaches. Who's someone who might know? Carla. Mm, got, um, mm. Give me just a second, Mogert. I'll be right back. All right. I'll, I'll, go back it. I'll be right back. Go back inside. Yep. And I'm like, do I know her name? Yeah. Garla. Okay. You know her name. Has anybody seen Garla? Uh, uh over here? And she, uh, she's over, like, at another table. Uh, one second. And she finishes up. She's taking someone's order, talking to him. She pats him on the shoulder and comes over to where you are. Uh, yes, Claren, what can I do for you? I don't mean to take no more of your time, but well, do no, you're you know fine. where uh, the nearest blacksmith is? Oh, sure. Well, there are a lot of blacksmiths. Um, I mean, it's Demerhold. Uh, yeah. <laughs> There's yeah, practically one on every corner. But um, if you want to know the best one, uh, well, you're actually going to have to go to the other side of town. There's one right across the street from the... Waning way in. Competition. Oh, okay. I won't go in there, I promise. Oh, sure, yeah. I wouldn't recommend it. I mean, the swell they serve there and the food, it's disgusting. Yeah. The owner, he's, he's a nice enough fella, you know, Durlben. Nothing really against him. He, he inherited it from his rotten, filthy, disgusting grandfather. I ain't getting into that. Yep. I know family, right? It sucks. Oh, sure. Right, right, right. But anyhow, he's a, um, he's, he's a good enough man, honestly. But, uh, you know, it is what it is. Blood's thicker than water. And I hope that place burns down one day. Of course, when no one's in it. <laughs> I can set it on fire if you no. want me to. <laughs> I mean, I've done worse. She looks at you. I got you. I got you. <laughs> she looks at you. She squints her eyes for I a got a guy like, that all I got to do is say fire. And he's like, I'm in. No, no, I... No, I couldn't do that. No, someone's liable to get hurt. That didn't really... I mean, a sort of didn't. Anyway, um, the blacksmith across the street is... Um, uh, it's, um, it's... You can't miss it. I mean, it's a big blacksmith. I would just go there. Okie dokie. Thank you. No problem. I'm walking down and say, but if you ever need us to burn it down, just give me a call. I'll keep that in mind. Mm. Okay. I go back outside. I'm... Mogert. 
You see Mogert trying to balance her hammer on <laughs> what, her head. What are you doing? Practice. Okay. Practice. Let, let's go. I know where one's at. Follow me. Oh, and she let's rock and grabs it. Well, we puts get it on her back. You head across town. Bjorg. Yeah. What are you doing? Sniffing for treasure. He is rummaging through the trash. <laughs> Sniffing for treasure. What are you doing? He's like, going what are you through actually the trash. doing? I am checking the castle out. Okay. So you're trying to find a, a way to the basement? Yeah. You go back the way you came? What do you do? Sure. I'll go back the way I came. Tell you what, just roll me a survival check. Okay. Um... <laughs> it's another nine. Wow, bro. You're rolling for poops today. With a nine. Okay, you can find the steps to the basement because they're in the same place the steps you came up. It's impossible not to see the stairs keep going down another floor. Oh. But as you're coming down the stairs to the basement, uh, a dwarf wearing what seems to be some sort of armor, guarded armor, uh, spots you coming down. He says, oh, hello there. Um, can I help you? Oh, Yes. Yes. <laughs> In what way can I help you? I'm on a tour of the castle. Oh, a tour. Uh, did you? Where's your tour guide? I just spoke with the king a few moments ago. <laughs> sure, you did. Um, if you'd like. Yeah, go ask him. No, that's all right. Um, I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll, why don't you just come with me, and we'll go find your tour guide. Oh, let me take you to my tour guide. Okay, I'm following you. This guy is cool. <laughs> I go back to the king's office. <laughs> oh my gosh, you really? He's yeah, looking at you. He's looking at you when you come to the king's door. Uh, let's not bother the king. What? I open the door. Uh, oh. Um. Uh, hello. Yes. Uh. Uh. Kjorg, uh. Did you forget something or? Oh no! I was just telling this guy that I was just speaking with you a moment ago, and he didn't believe me. The dude stands there. He looks like he's probably like, you know, middle aged and he's just kinda like wild eyed looking at you and then looking at the king. <laughs> uh I'm really sorry, sir. I saw this gentleman walking downstairs in the basements and uh, I thought he was really sorry as if he's a friend of your sir, um your majesty, sir. I am so sorry. I didn't mean to bother you. Um Oh no, that's fine, that's fine. Don't worry about it. Just um yeah, this is Kjork. He's uh, he's he's a friend. Yeah, he's a friend. Um, Kjord, did you get lost trying to find your way out, or were you needing something? Where were you in the basements? Yeah, yeah. I was just trying to sniff my way out. They both just kind of sit there for a minute. <laughs> okay, well, um, if, if if you'd like to show him the way out, I'm sure he'd appreciate that. Uh, yes, um, sure thing, whatever you say. Uh, your majesty, again, sorry to bother you. And he backs out of the doorway, kind of like bowing. Repeatedly as he does. Waiting for Kjord. I leave. You go out, close the door. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, sorry. You did know the king then. Yeah. Um, you got, I mean, you know, someone just says, oh, I know the king. You can't just take their word for it. I hope you don't take any offense, <laughs> of course. No. If you were wanting a tour, uh, I could help you out with that, I guess, if you'd like. Sure. Uh, which part of the chateau are you most interested in seeing? You got the kitchens. The treasure. Treasure? <laughs> well, we don't really have a lot of treasure here. I mean, there's 
plenty of valuable things around, of course, relics and um, things like that. And the king's own quarters, he's got some stuff of his, but we can't, we're not allowed to go in there. Uh, there's the armory, weaponry, and... Um, got any cool stuff in there? Sure, sure. Plenty of cool things, weapons and armor. Well, let's go see it. Uh, okay. Well, it's actually uh, in the basements. That's what I thought. He takes off. He leads you back the way you guys came. You go down the stairs. You go into the basement. And it's uh, pretty high ceilings down here. And you're kind of like in a long hall. It is stone, mostly stone down here. Kind of like a rougher stone, not like rough stone. But, you know, it's not as pristine as what was upstairs. A lot of marbles and, and blacks and things like that down here. It's a lot more graystone. Uh, you go uh, in through a doorway. And you're in sort of a large, open, cavernous room. I say cavernous. It's not really a cave. But, you know, it's like it's it's just a big underground room. And there are torches um, lit all around. And there are a number of these suits of armor, basically. Most of them seem to be dwarven-sized. And each of them has embossed on the chest the symbol of Dervetter uh, with the shield of the Shattershield clan. You know, there's one with a hammer and one with an axe and one with a longsword and, and, and sort of like all kinds of what seem like standard issue stuff. And he's just kind of like, this is sort of what we've got here for our basic, like, guardsmen for the chateau. We come in here and all this stuff's available to us, of course. This is all the finest work. Cliff, I don't know if you know Cliff. He's our house blacksmith. He actually perfects a lot of these things and makes them right for us. Still something. Yeah, he's doing some work for me right now. Oh, yeah, Cliff's a good guy. Crazy. Crazy as a, as a Zubat. You, ever, you know, have you ever seen a Zubat? Yeah, the, the Pokemon. No. What? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Lizard bats? Talking about like a bat, like in the zoo. Oh. A zoo bat. I don't think I know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. What's a Pokemon? I don't know. Anyway, we've got some other things around here if you'd like to see them. Um, some cool things. You want to see some cool stuff? Yeah, let's see the cool stuff. He brings you around, and like on the back wall, there's like a, um, it's not like a glass case or anything, but just hanging on the wall. There are five weapons hanging on the wall. A big, nasty-looking maul with like spikes all over it. I mean, it looks like a porcupine of spikes. Mm. This is the Thrasher. Looks violent. You can probably guess why it's got that name. <laughs> yeah. They say its uh, origins date all the way back to the War of Light. Hmm. Made from the best black steel. And, uh, yep, you don't want to get hit with that. Hmm. What happens? You get thrashed Ooh. if it uh, hits you. Can we try it out? Uh, what you mean, try it out? On what? Oh, well, we do have some, like, uh, some, some, like, practice dummies. Oh. But uh, he kind of looks around. We're not technically supposed to get them down off the walls. Okay, let's look at the other ones. All right, well, over here, and there's like a big bow, and it's got like a stone handle, but there's like wood coming out the top and bottom of it. This right here, uh, it's a great bow. You ever seen a great bow? It looks great. It's great. Uh, they said, well, it's a dwarf. His name was Dorvin, and uh, he was... Uh, he was Dorvin? I know. I know. I get it. <laughs> the Dwarven Dorvin. His name was Dorvin. I didn't name him. He's a legendary. Oh, okay. Legendary Dorvin. I see. So he could shoot uh, from 300 yards. That's a very long way. 
the string is actually the string is actually made from a sort of metal, but it was only good for about ten shots, and that had to be replaced. And there's a big like black, heavy arrow next to it. These are one of the arrows that Dorvin would shoot with this great bow, uh, which is called Dorvin's great bow. Are there more arrows like this? Um, there might be somewhere, but I don't know where they'd be. You'd have to have a blacksmith make them. They're made of pure metal. Ah, okay. Heavy. Yes. It takes a real strong arm to pull it back. I see. I couldn't do it. I don't know how he did it. If he was a dwarf, I don't know how he did it. to even have the range. We've, we've seen it done. Three of us pulling. One holding. Hmm. Wow. Okay. What else we got? You're going to make me make up. Th- I should have said five. I shouldn't have said five. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to retro. I'm going to pull it back and say three. <laughs> okay. There are three weapons hanging on the swall. What's my third option? Oh, no. Don't stick. There is this sword. It is enormous. I mean, it's it's in the hands of... It's it's taller than him. Okay, It's like an anime sword. Mm. But it's... I don't know. It's about a foot wide, the blade. Um, and it looks dull. Like, it, it's, it's solid stone. Uh, this right here. This is the breaker. The breaker? Yes. The breaker. They call it that. Because, uh, I mean, look at it. It's a sword. It's like a lot. It breaks people. It's like a sword. It's like a great sword. I mean, it's taller than me. Look at the size of the sword. It's crazy. But there's an incantation. There's an incantation that if you knew the incantation, then it would uh, give you very interesting sort of um, magical power for it. Because, like, right now you could pull that off. and you could, If you were strong enough, you could swing it at my head and break my neck. Breaker. Mm. But if you knew the incantation... And uh, strictly speaking, I'm not supposed to tell anyone, so uh, you know, it's, it's proprietary information. I'll say it like that. I can't really share it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really just going to tell him? No, I'm not going to tell him. That's what I'm saying. Like, I can't tell you. Oh, okay. I can't tell you the incantation, but if you speak uh, the incantation, then, um, <laughs> well, it gives it a magical edge. <laughs> hmm. I'll tell you what. Plug your ears. Okay. He goes over. He puts his hand on the handle, and he leans up, and he whispers. he whispers the incantation. I unplug my ears. I listen very hard. Oh my gosh. Okay. You're going to have to roll for it. What is it going to be? Perception. Perception? You're listening. Yeah. Oh gosh. 17. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Nobody look. Come on. Come oh my on. gosh. Look at that wooden die. It's an eight. Yeah. He stubs, he stubs his toe and screams the incantation. I don't. I don't know what the breaker. That's all it is. Yeah, it's just breaker. No, that would be that would be dumb because he already said it a hundred times. You are a good sword. You hear the incantation. You hear him whisper it, and it's a dwarven word. And you don't speak dwarven. Okay. But you try to place memory. it to memory mm. and ask someone who knows dwarven pretty quick, Mogert. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You do hear the incantation, so you you've got it in your head what he said. And when he says that, there is a. And a silver light goes around the edge of the sword, like probably about a half an inch to an inch thick. He like looks around, he reaches in his pocket and he pulls out a pencil. He takes it and he just like moves it toward it and it just shears it right off. Oh, sick. Wow. And then after about 30 seconds, it disappears. Mm. The bricker with the right word becomes a shaver. That is pretty amazing. It doesn't last very long, and you can only do it so many times a day, but it's a legendary weapon. It's a wonderful, great, it's a, you know, these are some, uh, this is a legendary 
in the Chetelshire Shield. Legendary heroes of the past. And pretty cool tour, huh? Who gets to use those? Oh, nobody uses these. I mean, I guess the king could if he wanted to. Oh, he could. Uh, he's the king of Dimmerhold. Who's going to tell him no? I mean, somebody could. Uh, you're right. I mean, you know, he would have to... His wife could tell him no. Oh, yeah, Queen, Queen Barda. I mean, she could overrule him if she wanted to, for sure. Is there like a bunch of armor piled over next to us or near us or something? There's like suits of armor all around the room. Why? I uh, trip uh, and knock a bunch of them over. Why? Because <laughs> you know what he's going to do. Tell me what you're going to try to he do. He wants a sword. Uh, I'm gonna try to steal Take all of them. See if you can't take all of them. I ain't taking all of them. Why not? He's going to take that shaver. What are you going to try to do? The breaker. Nope. I want the bow. Uh, really? I would think you'd go for the porcupine. Well, he already has. He already has. Yeah, I know. Um, the I know. got a giant hammer. Yeah. The one thing he he also has a, Dude, a longbow, but you you're would have about, to use your four arms to pull it back. Yeah, you're talking about Dorvin's bow. Well, your two arms. Dorvin's Dorvin bow. Dorvin's great bow. And the arrow. Dorvin. Yep. Okay, so tell me what your plan is, and then we will play it out. God, this is so <laughs> stupid. Tell me what your plan is when you play it out. I knock all the stuff over and say, oh my goodness, look at this mess I made. Help me pick this up. And now I want to trip him accidentally. Okay. And grab Quote, the bow and arrow and run. <clears throat> okay, so and that's run? your plan. Yep. So you can, you knock, <laughs> you can easily knock couple of suits over you like swing quickly around and oh you knock a bunch of suits of armor <laughs> and you bunch of, oh 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 crap uh, <laughs> crap then what you did talk, you say talk, <laughs> talk to him oh, crap. Oh, uh, oh my goodness oh uh, you're right oh, we um, made a mess here oh, oh my goodness help um, me pick this up uh, uh, yeah um and he kind of stumbles forward he's gonna help you pick it up i put my foot in front of him you're gonna try to trip him and then what grab something and run Grab the bow and arrow and run. Well, we are going to get arrested. Not we. What do you roll to trip someone? What do you roll to trip someone? Um, Athletics. Would it be a slide of foot? <laughs> yes. <laughs> are you just you're going to try and just put your foot out and trip him? Yeah, it's thirteen. Oh. What'd you roll with? Wooden one. Yeah. The wooden dice are. Magic. He got a 12. Oh my god. <laughs> he's so out he of trips. here. Oh. He crashes onto the, all the suits of armor and he's like flopping around One trying of the to get helmets up. Land on his head. You're going to try to immediately <laughs> grab it and run out with it. Yeah. I guess give me an athletics check. I mean, that's running. So give me an athletics check just to see how 16. fast you are. 16. You are speed. Oh, wait. Wait. You can't do that. And he's like trying to pick himself up. You get out the door. And he says, he's screaming, guards! I say, sorry, I got diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> you're running. You've got the bow in one hand and the arrow in the other. And you're running. And at the top of the steps, there is a door that goes outside. When you get outside, are yep. you planning to just take off running as fast as you can in broad daylight? Uh, I head towards the guy who's fixing my shield, which isn't far away, right? Cliffs. No, it's like you go out the door. He's like Still right it. there. Yeah, I go there. You run in the door. Yep. Okay, you're in the door. Cliff. Uh, 
Hey, Kjork, I'm still not finished with your shield yet. I have some more work for you. Oh? Yeah. What's that? What's that? You might be super impressed by this weapon. Oh, interesting. Let me see what you got there. Okay, here it is. You show him Dorvin's great bow? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Kjork. Yeah. Is that Dorvin's great bow? Um, no, it's my cousin... Norman's great bow. <laughs> oh my gosh, Kjorg. That was good. Kjorg, I, I've, I've, I'll tell you what, I mean, get, roll me a deception check. <laughs> He's got that iron deficiency. I'm rolling a different die. Oh my gosh, you're not. It's not natural, but I got a 20. No flipping way. I mean, it's here. We'll see it. Oh my gosh. What the heck? He rolled a, he rolled a 13. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> How? Kjork, uh, this, this looks a lot like Dorvin's Great Bow. Have you, uh, do you know about Dorvin's Great Bow? Uh, yeah, someone was telling me about that guy recently, and I was very surprised because in uh, in the Rorag Goop Clan, we also had a a hero like that. It was a half orc with the bow and I mean you you say this looks like his bow so it's pretty similar I guess maybe they were friends a long time ago well you know um, maybe uh, stranger things uh, what exactly is it you need me to do though is the string good and I need some more arrows like this at least a couple well if this is like Dorvin's great bow then um, I mean the metal looks alright um, but if it's anything like his, it'll only get about ten shots in before it breaks. Well. Or loses its strength. Make me as many as many arrows like this as you can. Well, I'll make some arrows for you. Um, but yeah, I gotta finish your shield first. Yeah. Okay, well, um, you want to just leave this arrow with me? I'll leave the arrow with you, yeah. Okay, well, I'll, uh, I'll get to work on that, I guess. And um, a pleasure doing business with you. Yep. You leave? Yep. You take the bow with you? Yep. Okay. You step outside? I look outside. You look. You see some guards running around. Hmm. Hmm. This is a big bow, huh? Yeah. It's pretty large. <laughs> what are you... You're in the gauntlet. What you're the literally... heck are you going to do? Yeah, here's what I do. Mm-hmm. I put the bow on my back somehow. Mm-hmm. Hey, oh, you, you got the pelts and... And I put Cut. the pelt over top of it with like the... The wolf Lord. head over and my the head. bear head. Okay, I'm gonna say I have no idea what to make you roll for this. Some crazy nature performance <laughs> medicine <laughs> no. medicine check. I mean, it's like it's not hiding, hiding, but religion. Uh, history. I know. Insight. Anything with a negative <laughs> deception. I guess give me a deception check. Deception. It's great. But it'll be a plus four. No, a plus three. Plus three. Yeah, because it's not charisma based. I want it to be I want it to be dexterity based. So it's a dex check. Plus three. Okay. Seven. Not great. Not good. You definitely you get it on, but you don't look normal. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you step out. What do you get? Seven? Yep. Step outside, and uh, no one notices you at first. But you see people kind of wandering around and talking to each other, and, and like uh, some people like looking like nervously, and like you see people come run by. What do you do? 
are, are, is anybody coming like towards me? No one's coming towards you. No one has seen you yet. I want to walk towards the end. So there's a path, a road that leads to your right up toward the front of the chateau and then out toward the end. But there's also a wall that goes around the chateau, which is on the other side of Cliff's shop. You want to walk on the path? Is there another way that I know of? Probably not. I mean, it's just the other way on the path, which goes out the other end, unless you're going to try and clear the wall. Um, the 10-foot wall. I will take the path. Forward? Yep. Okay, we're going to stop. <laughs> we're going to have to stop. That's where we're going to have to stop this episode. <laughs> You start walking oh, forward, man. and that's where we're going to stop this episode. I'm sorry what to all heck? of our listeners, but we are running long. we got to stop. We're about to get crazy. I had a feeling. Okay. I did not expect this. <laughs> you should have expected it. I don't know why I didn't expect it. You literally it. said, hey, Kjorg, you're in the you're in the king's house. <laughs> what do you want to do? I came into the place with that intent. Well, like he told I me, he, find some I, gold. he told me he was going to find treasure. Like I wasn't expecting that. I was expecting him to just go talk to the king, but he's like, I'm looking for treasure. Hey guys, thanks for listening. This has been ridiculous. Uh, wow. Hope that you've enjoyed it. <laughs> we will see you next week. Thank you for listening. We love you. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. this has been make believe heroes we will see you next week hope you enjoyed the episode how I go? How I go? We're very thankful that you've taken the time to listen to our podcast. Okay, and um, um, I don't know. I'm sorry. It's, this is like, usually I can just go through and just power through stuff like this, but it's it's really <laughs> caught me off guard this time for some reason. Wage against the trials of love for the review and for your love. So far, I really hope that what's coming out from over here can be cut out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm get past okay, the I'm stupid sorry. Swiss chef. I'm sorry. Swiss chef, I'm sweating already. I'm going to Thanks so much for the review. And if you want to help us out, you can go and if you want to help us out, you can go and leave us a five star review as well. And now to the part of the show we've all been waiting for time travel. The DM, he wrote a Three. Silly songs with Larry. Trace, I rolled a three. <laughs> so I'm going to take that as it's good for us. And now let's talk about Barbara what happened. Manatee. 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 Guys, please, for the love of God. <laughs> I can't turn down a good manatee. We are the pirates who don't do anything. Oh and now... Let's talk about what happened. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, let's talk about oh. what just happened. Why is that sloth lady so happy? <laughs> yeah, let's talk about oh, what gosh. just happened. Okay. Roll a nine. Take me. I got an iron deficiency. <laughs> Come on. Put together. <laughs> that was pretty smart, right? That got her. That, that got her. She's, she's cracking up. Oh, she stands up. the name of this episode. Iron she deficiency. Yeah, that, that's a perfect name. I need to write that down. Let me write it down here. Um, oh. um, that's a toidle. <laughs> <laughs>
So in my in my first round of the gauntlet, mm-hmm. um, I don't know what caused me to do this, but I I just played keep away the whole time. Uh, so I'm I'm hoping to find some maybe invisibility spells. Um, what the heck is happening? <laughs> who, who is who is the cat? It's Jeffrey. Jeffrey is mewling like a cat. <laughs> what? <laughs> Go ahead. Who put this cat in here? 